our days can get away from us so quickly if we are not hyper-intentional about it. Welcome to Unleashed. I'm Alexi Panos, life, love, and business strategist, leadership trainer, entrepreneur, and philanthropist. And you found the place for getting real, no BS, tools, strategies, and inspiration on how to live your fullest potential, unlock your most authentic expression, and create a life and business that you're completely obsessed with. It's time to remove the chains that have been keeping us small. And it's time to live life unleashed. What up, my friends? Happy New Year. We are officially in a brand new decade. It is 2020. I wanted to jump in and talk about a couple reminders for our goals, for our resolutions, because a lot of us are on that New Year's train. We're setting intentions. We're picking our words. We're getting intentional. We're getting specific. We're setting goals, which is all well and good and beautiful. But there are a few little reminders that we get to keep at the forefront as we are creating this new year. And these are things that have personally helped and supported me. And I wanted to share them with you in hopes that they will do the same. So three reminders for you in achieving your goals or your resolutions for this year. Number one is you got to give up to go up. And this is a big thing that a lot of people don't consider come this time of year or when they're setting new goals, they're often looking at adding more. What do I want to add? How do I want to, you know, add more money to the bottom line or add more stuff to my life or add a relationship? And we often aren't thinking about what needs to be removed. And I'm not just talking about sugar and vices and things like that. Yes, of course, if that feels resonant for you. But I'm talking about things that take up time. And we often don't realize that some of the things that we spend a lot of our time on are actually useless. (laughs) Maybe not useless. Maybe that's a little harsh, but they are not as productive as we think they are. So for instance, if you're spending a lot of time checking your email constantly during the day or scrolling on social media or trying to plan out the perfect post and making sure your filters are great and your spacing's all great, I invite you to look at what the actual cost of that is. And in our world, they call that the opportunity cost because everything does have a cost. And when we are spending our time, our time is the greatest asset we have, our time and our energy. And when we're spending that, there is the cost of opportunity, opportunity for other things where we could be utilizing that time for or utilizing that energy on. So think about what needs to go away or what needs to be delegated. And one of the big examples for me, and this has been such a game changer in so many ways, was my need to respond. And I remember it's probably been about, gosh, I don't know, probably about six or seven years now, um, or maybe even longer. But I used to have a 24 to 48 hour turnaround time in responses. So that is text messages, phone calls, emails. And really at that time, there wasn't a ton of like, WhatsApp and instant message and DMs, like we weren't as overloaded as we are right now. However, now we are overloaded to the nth degree. It is crazy how many channels people can reach us on. And there's this underlying expectation that you should always be available. And I remember feeling so stressed out and so overwhelmed. 
and feeling like I was just letting everybody down when I couldn't respond within a certain amount of time. And so what I did, actually one New Year's Eve, I said, you know what? I'm killing myself, <laughs> like literally killing myself, burning myself out, trying to respond and react really was what I was doing, but react and respond to other people's requests of my time and of my energy and of my attention. And I asked myself, is this what I want to spend my time, energy, and attention on? And the overwhelming answer was no. Like Number one, I'm not a huge phone person. I don't love being on my phone for phone calls especially, but even for social media and emails and text messages, I like to keep my phone is always on silent. My notifications are always off. And I literally on my home screen on my phone, I just have my camera icon. You have to like swipe to get to all the other icons because I don't want to be bothered. I just don't want to be living my life at the mercy of other people's requests. And I did that for so long and I recognized that it was literally giving me so much anxiety and overwhelm that I decided that I was going to take my time, energy, and attention back. And I just made a declaration within myself that was like, I'm going to respond when I want to respond. And that did not go over well with a lot of people. Um, but I let people know. I, I let my closest friends and family know, like, listen, this is nothing personal. I am just choosing to be present in my life. And those of you who have ever, ever spent time with me or have been in a room with me or have gone out to coffee with me, I am 100% yours. I am with you. I'm not on my phone. I'm not distracted doing a bunch of things, picking up phone calls. I find that so disrespectful. Just That's my personal opinion. And I feel like I'm disrespecting the person I'm sitting across from. And I used to do that in order to service the person who was chiming into my life at that point. So that's one example. And, and you can set it up in a way that works. So for instance, my voicemail, the message on it says, drop me an email. If this is important, do not leave a voicemail because I will likely not call you back. <laughs> it literally says that. Then if somebody writes me an email, my email has an autoresponder that says, please know that my number one commitment is being present to my life. So if you do not get a direct response right away, just know that this is my commitment. And it's like automatic. Boom. Set the expectation. So ask yourself, what is it that you need to get rid of? Where do you need to create more time, create more energy, create more availability for your attention in your life? And maybe it's just delegating some stuff. You know, it could be even grocery shopping, like you can get Amazon Prime and they can deliver your groceries from Whole Foods or there's Instacart or there's all these different things. There's people who could do your laundry for you or clean the house or organize. There's so many ways that we can delegate, outsource, or simply just quite frankly, get rid of and put boundaries on things so that we can really savor our sacred time and our energy. And it is so sacred. And I want all of us, including myself, because I still have other areas I got to do that in, but we all get to really hold our space and time and attention as sacred. And quite frankly, most of us are just giving it away, giving it away to anybody who's like tapping us on the shoulder and it is time to take it back. So that's reminder number one. Reminder number two, with that time, 
with that energy, with that attention that you now have, you really want to every single day make sure that you are knocking down what matters most to you. And what I do, this is just my personal thing and feel free to adjust this as you feel fit. But I ask myself the big three questions. So number one, what matters most to me to achieve today based on the goals that I set for myself? So Some weeks, it's a business goal. Some weeks, it's a personal goal. Some weeks, it's a money goal. And really asking yourself that at the beginning of each day, what matters most for me to achieve today in order to achieve my biggest goal? That is such a huge game changer. And then just do it. Do it first thing. Do it like right out the gate when you have the most energy. Do it right in the morning. Get it done. And then it's done. And then you're like, okay, I achieved the big thing. I did the big thing. And you just feel so accomplished and you feel like you can take on the world and there's a momentum that comes with it. And even if you don't do anything else, you're kind of like, I nailed it. I did good. I did good today. So that's question number one. Question number two, what would make today meaningful for me? So for me, this is often something to do with my family spending time with my son, going on a walk with my husband and my son, um, taking a bath, reading a book. It's something that's nourishing to your soul. Like what would be meaningful to you? And I inserted this question a couple years ago because I realized that while I was a productivity machine, getting so much done, which is great in some aspects, It was at the cost of feeling really nourished and feeling like I was really taking care of myself and feeling just really deeply connected to my days. And I don't know about you guys, but our days can get away from us so quickly if we are not hyper-intentional about it. And this doesn't have to be a two-hour thing. It could be a 15-minute walk. It could be um, an extra long shower. It could be popping in your your earphones and listening to an audio book and, you know, just going for a walk around the block at lunchtime. It could be spending a really connected and present moment with your partner or with your kids. Whatever that is for you, write that at the beginning of the day. And another way to phrase this that I've heard that I love is asking yourself at the beginning of the day, what is going to be my highlight of the day? And so instead of at the end of the day where you're like reflecting back and you're kind of going through the archives of what happened, you're like, hmm, what's my highlight for today? You're literally setting yourself up to have your highlight. Like, this is what I want my highlight to be. And your highlight has to be something deeply meaningful to you. And that looks different for everybody. So that's number two. Number three is what has been lingering in your vortex, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. It's those things that have like keep getting moved over to the next to-do list. You know, you cross out one to-do list and you're like, oh, that thing again. And you move it over to a fresh page. And then three weeks later, it's on like four more fresh pages and it just never gets done. I like to throw this one in every single day. What is one thing that has been lingering because the lingering stuff takes up so much energy. It could be responding to a particular text message. It could be um, changing a light bulb. It could be picking up your dry cleaning. It could be something that is so small and seemingly meaningless, but it is just taking up energetic space. 
and just ask yourself, what do I need to do to cross one of those things that are just hanging out? Cross it off my list for good. Let it be done. All right, the final reminder as we're stepping into this season of goal setting and intentions and the new year is a really important reminder for all of us, myself included, and I sit in this reminder all the time because I need it quite often. Every time I feel overwhelmed, every time I feel stressed out about my life, my schedule, things going on, the things that have to happen in order for my goals to happen, all the things, all the things, right? We live very busy lives these days. Whenever I find myself stressed, I take a breath and I remind myself that it's all self-imposed. These are my deadlines. These are my desires. These are my goals. These are all self-imposed obligations, quote unquote, that I'm stressing myself out about. So it's the reminder that it's all a choice and we're choosing overwhelm. We're choosing stressed out. We're choosing frustration. And we often get to sit in the question, if we are feeling stressed and overwhelmed, what do I need to do in order to remove the overwhelm and the stress? And sometimes for me, it looks like pushing my deadlines out because I'm an overachiever. So I'm like, oh, we'll get it done in a week, (laughs) you know? And can I get it done in a week? Yes. Oftentimes I can get it done in a day, but at what cost, right? So oftentimes for me, it looks like pushing deadlines out. Sometimes it looks like killing off ideas that I had that I was really excited about. And I just put them on the back burner. It's like, you know what? Not right now. That seems awesome. And yes, hell yes. I'm super excited about that. Just not right now. So we're going to put it to the side, get it out of my mind. So it's not sitting there going, but what about me? What about me, Lexi? Pay attention. I don't know if that happens to you guys, but that definitely happens to me all the time. So self-imposed overwhelm, self-imposed stress, self-imposed freakouts and frustrations. The key word here, or two words, is self-imposed. Self-imposed. You make up the rules. You get to choose. Some of you are listening to this going, I can't choose. I have a boss. It's easy for you to say you're an entrepreneur, but you're still choosing that job. You're still choosing that boss. You're still choosing the mindset in which you're stepping into work that day. Like it's all a choice. And as much as we don't want to admit it sometimes, because it's so much easier to just be a victim to all the things on our to-do list and what our boss is telling us and what our family needs and what our kids needs and what our partner wants and, you know, all the self-care stuff and the fitness stuff. We have a choice. We have a choice. So take a deep breath and give yourself the grace of recognizing That A, there are only 168 hours in each week. Most of you are sleeping seven to eight hours a night. So you do the math. Waking hours are limited. And as much as we live in an infinite universe, we live in a very three-dimensional time-space reality. We all agreed that time exists. All of us, we all made that agreement. So while we've made that agreement, It's helpful to know that we have a choice of what we do with that time. So as you're taking on your goals, as you're taking on your intentions, as you're setting out and pioneering those new paths, hell yeah, I see you, go get it. (laughs) 
remind yourself that you get to choose. You're continuously choosing every single moment. And if it doesn't feel good, and if it feels stressful, and if it feels overwhelming, ask yourself what needs to shift. Sometimes it's a date that needs to shift, a deadline. Sometimes it's the mindset and how you're approaching it. Sometimes it's delegation and letting go of control. Sometimes it's asking for support. What needs to shift? Because we have that power. We just have to be willing to use it. So those are my three little reminders as we enter this new decade and as we take on our juiciest goals and intentions for this new year. Remember that every single day is an opportunity to start over, to start fresh. I guess this is a bonus one too. But if you mess up, if you do something you weren't supposed to do on your goals, (laughs) if you forgot to do it and you had a daily thing or a weekly thing, don't just say, oh, screw it. Get back on that bandwagon. Get back on. Get back on the horse. Keep going. Right. Every single moment is an opportunity to start again. And the only way we learn and grow is by spontaneity, newness, and failing. Ah, so we've got to keep moving. Got to keep moving. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you got some some good golden nuggets that you can apply to your journey in the start of this new year. And if you haven't yet, make sure you subscribe to this podcast um, just so you don't miss a beat, so you don't miss any of these episodes. I got a lot of, a lot of really juicy stuff coming on the horizon. And if you haven't done so already, take a couple of minutes leave a rating and review on iTunes. It exponentially helps us get out to more people. And honestly, just for doing that, if you take a screenshot of it, send it to podcast at alexipanos.com. As a thank you, I will send you a super secret link to a bonus pack of about $1,000 worth of free goodies that will help unleash your best business and your best life. So make sure you check that out. And as always, thank you for spending your time, your energy, and your attention with me. I truly value it and appreciate it. And I know that um, it is a rare commodity these days. So thank you for that. And as always, I'm wishing you the best and I am here cheering you on with so much love, so much grace, and so much hell yes behind all of it. All right, I will see you on the next episode.